You are listening to the BFR University Podcast with your host, Dr. Ed LaCara. BFR University is dedicated to helping people learn safe and effective ways to implement blood flow restriction training into their lives. And now, here's your host, Dr. Ed LaCara. In this episode of BFR University, Ed talks about ischemic preconditioning or IPC and gets answers questions regarding programming for circuit training for strength and hypertrophy and the differences between straight and curved cuffs. Hey, what's going on guys? Welcome to BFR Tuesday. Today is June 1st. Hope everybody had a great Memorial Day weekend. Um, I did for sure. I was out visiting Nashville and uh, having some fun, some friends, and uh, just just really great celebrating the holiday. Hope everyone else had a great weekend as well. Um, all right, so last weekend, or last week, I should say, we talked about uh, kind of the evolution with uh, BFR, the three generations of cuffs, um, kind of what's gone into them and what the current generation looks like. And then also we talked about what generation four might look like in a couple of years, like what are the wish lists, um, hoping technology and hardware and software and batteries and those things catch up by that time so that way we can uh, continue to improve the product that we currently have. So as everybody likes uh, or everybody knows that's kind of follows me here, I usually answer questions first. So are there any questions for me? Um, getting some getting some regulars saying hello, Okan and Jared and Abe, thanks so much. Hello. Hope everybody is well. <clears throat> so any questions for me regarding BFR? Uh, before I get started talking about one common question that I get quite a bit, which I will get into in a second if there's no questions. Super excited. This week is my first live training in over a year and about three or four months. So I'll be down in Vegas. <clears throat> uh, we'll be down in Vegas looking at uh, training a bunch of physical therapists in uh, on Saturday. I think we have another couple courses going on this weekend too. So it, schedule is opening up. Yep, we're in Austin, Texas. We're in Fargo, North Dakota.
All right, so that kind of rounds out. Oh, lost my video. Sorry about that. Um, all right, let's see. Jared, I got you, boy. I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it. All right. First question from Okan. Uh, let's see. Curved versus straight BFR cuffs. Does it affect limb occlusion pressure? So let me let me talk a little bit about that. So straight meaning that um, you know the cuffs are just straight. Um, there is a unit out there that manufactures them with a curved. Um, and the question is, is, is LOP affected? It, it might be by a millimeter or two of mercury. Um, it hasn't been studied or compared to my knowledge, um, nor has any efficacy on improving outcomes with curved. The, the curved may fit the tissue just slightly better and um, might be a little bit more comfortable. I'm not sure I haven't used the curved cuffs in a long time. Um, I don't really feel like they're that much different. Um, than our straight cuff, uh, but um, people have asked if we're looking today, and um, so we're not. We don't have any plans on making the curved cuff until we see something that might contribute to the literature as far as hey, these are. Um, these are superior to others. Otherwise, uh, right now it's kind of just a preference. Um, Jared, I'm learning about the rep scheme. Is it only one set, 30, 15, 15, 15 per potty group per session, or is there more per session we can utilize? So great question. So, um, especially when you're starting off your BFR journey, we recommend a, a light enough weight that you can do 30 repetitions, take a 30 second rest, do 15 repetitions, do a 30 second rest, do 15 repetitions, do a 30 second rest, do 15 repetitions. You should be pretty tired and fatigued by the end of that last 15. It should be pretty close to failure, but not quite. Then you deflate the cuffs, wait a minute, reinflate the cuffs and move on to the next exercise. Now, depending on your fitness levels and what your goals are, you may do up to five um, exercises with BFR in the upper extremity and up to five exercises in the lower extremity per session. That would be a lot. That would be uh, very fatiguing. Um, and so you, if the weights are right and the pressures are right, you probably don't need that many, like more like three. But let me give you an An upper body day. What I might do is a complex or a compound exercise first. That would mean I'm doing something with multi-joint. So I might do um, a lat pull down, I might do a row, I might do a, a press or a push. Um, those are all utilizing multiple joints. Then after I do that, maybe I wanna do one more. Maybe I'm feeling spicy that day and I wanna do another multi-joint exercise. That would be two exercises, still following the same scheme, 30, 15, 15, 15. Then, I would probably integrate some isolated exercises because now those isolated exercises will have a little bit more oomph because I've already pre-fatigued the tissue with the compound exercises. So then maybe for my upper body, if I was doing an upper body pull day, my compound exercise might be lat pull down. I might do a horizontal row. Those are two exercises. Third exercise, 
uh, maybe do a bicep curl. Um, then if I still was feeling like I needed a little bit more, then maybe I do a, um, a I don't know, an alternating uh, um, hammer curl. So four exercise, you're gonna be pretty fatigued by then. If my next upper body day was a push day, maybe I would do a shoulder to overhead with a barbell or a dumbbell. Maybe then I would do a bench press. That would be two compound exercises. Then I would go to isolated exercises and maybe I would do um, some triceps and maybe I would do a little bit of uh, uh, isolated shoulder. Both compound and isolated exercises and also get yourself pretty tired because in all reality, that's really what we're going for is getting tired. So Jared, I hope that helps. Okay, the current paper published by Berenger state that cuff inflation only for restoration may also be affected. Yeah, we've seen that before. That's, that is considered intermittent BFR. So we have intermittent BFR and we have continuous BFR. Continuous means that you're utilizing the cuffs during the exercise bout. Intermittent means that you exercise without the cuffs and then you add, um, and, then you, and then you use the cuffs during the rest period. I think that um, for ease of use and inflation deflation, keeping the cuffs inflated the whole time, continuous, and then uh, decreasing the pressure between exercises is just easier. And so if they're both effective, then we might as well just utilize um, continuous. If somebody's having a tough time exercising, like they're just not used to exercise and the cuffs are just too much for them, then that might be a great alternative to using the cuffs during both, uh, during the exercise bout. And hopefully that makes sense. One way that we get around that is by utilizing um, the automated um, or uh, continuous regulation or um, that we use with the pro cuffs. You can keep the cuffs plugged in and then the, the cuffs will automatically inflate, deflate, depending on pressures. And so that could be a little bit more comfortable as well. Yeah, but I'm looking at, um, I'm looking at that, gosh, 30 reps with deflation, 30 second inflation, 15 reps. I mean, you're just on, off, on, off, on, off. That'd be really, it'd be hard to, hard to train people that way. It'd be hard to do your own training. I think it's easier. Inflate the cuffs, keep them inflated, deflate between exercises, move forward. Abe, things have been going well. My sports and my workouts are great. I have a question about my recovery. After my workout, I buckle a bit. After about two days, it mostly goes away. Is this something that I have to live with until I'm totally mended? Yeah, no, that's, um, that's just exercise induced. Um, or delayed onset muscular soreness, really. So you're just you're just having a tougher time recovering. That's no problem. I would bump up my uh, amino acid intake. Um, sometimes our delayed recovery means that other things are out of whack. Could be protein intake, could be sleep, um, uh, could be stress levels, uh, not enough antioxidants in our diet. So kind of look at other things. 
Um, but amino acids are typically my go-to if people are having tough time recovering. But 48 hours is not abnormal post-exercise. So you might do upper body one day, take a rest, and then do lower body the next day. Um, maybe then do an upper body push the third day, take a rest day as the fourth day. So split it um, depending on, you know, your training, how your training um, is laid out in your work schedule and all that other stuff. Jared asks, um, how about a circuit format? Let's say I wanted to use cuffs on legs during a squat and after my set, instead of resting, I did some. So plyo push-ups with cuffs on would be really, really difficult. And you would have to have the cuffs inflated um, in the upper extremity and lower extremity, which I don't recommend, especially these cuffs. Because these cuffs do get limb occlusion pressure and are creating venous occlusion at the pressures that we recommend, um, having cuffs inflated both upper and lower, you're going to really reduce, oh, Jared's saying I only mean cuffs on the legs. Oh, yeah, yeah, that would be, that'd be totally fine. You do exercise in the lower extremity with the cuffs on, then do upper extremity plyo with no cuffs on. Sure, yeah, your heart rate's going to go through the roof, but that's fine. That's what you want. Could be pretty efficient that way, too. You could get a little bit more cardiovascular uh, done at that time. All right, awesome. Well, I, I did want to spend a couple minutes because I got a few questions this week about ischemic preconditioning. I posted something on my Instagram. Um, and, and I'm talking about one of the settings that we use on our pro setting, which is 100% limb occlusion pressure. So it's total occlusion of both venous and arterial blood flow. And so um, we do that not with exercise, we do that prior to exercise in order to reduce the amount of damage done to high intensity exercise. So let me give you an example. I put the cuff on my upper extremity and I now inflate the cuffs to 100% my limb occlusion pressure. I do five minutes on, three minute rest, five minute on, three minute rest, five minute on, three minute rest. I do three to five rounds of that. Then I take the cuffs off, not using the cuffs. And then I go do some sort of high intensity lift or some sort of high intensity exercise for my upper body. Literature has suggested that it reduces the amount of muscle damage imposed from the exercise, but you're gonna use it prior to high intensity exercise. So, um, yes, it is different from pre-high intensity exercise in order to reduce exercise-induced muscle damage from high intensity exercise. Okay, I had a question. Can we use Omni-Res 0 to 10 scale instead of a Borg scale in order to assess rate of perceived exertion, RPE? Sure. Um, I mean, my clients and patients have a tough enough time figuring out zero to 10. So to add in, you know, six to 20 might be a little confusing. I think most people in the US know, hey, zero is no pain. 10 is childbirth, kidney stone. I wanna keep you right around five to seven, nothing above a eight out of 10. Um, so that's, you can use whatever you want. However you can communicate, I think a zero to 10 scale is the easiest um, way to uh, communicate 
I do the same thing with Shockwave. I don't go above a five out of 10. People understand what a five is for them. So uh, they let me know when they reach that level. And that is um, really pretty easy for me, but whatever works for you. I mean, we all kind of do things different with our clients and our patients. All right, awesome. Well, I'm at my time here at 118. I try to keep these to about 20 minutes or shorter. Um, I will be posting this in a podcast um, probably in the next week or so. So look out for that. And then I'll start to do these as a, a BFR live on my Instagram, BFR University. Linkara.com, or you can hit me up on social media, um, BFR University at Instagram, Facebook, and then soon to be on our uh, podcast. Thanks so much, and I will see you next week. Mm -hmm.